0: For today, we're up to chapter Kufla 139 And we're dealing with some halachas as they relate to The prayer of Friday night um, So first there is a, a Statement about the prayer of Kigavna that we say uh, On Friday night before Barchu So over there uh, It appears Hashem's name in the piece of the Zohar that we read We say Raza the Rebbe says that it seems almost clear that the way to say it is to say Hashem's name not Hashem, but actually to verbalize Hashem's name Uh, basically they're studying a piece of Zohar and you're mentioning God's name as it is uh, read when you make a bracha and that's an issue, but the Rebbe says that's the way it's done Uh, this is not the same as we find, like, for example, in the Shulchan Aruch, which it talks about that when an adult is trying to train to say a bracha, so then you don't actually say a God's name during the training period. It's unlike by children, it's different, but an adult should not mention Hashem's name. But here we're talking about when you're studying the Zohar, or saying the piece of Zohar, so you could say, you should say the name of Hashem. The other uh, thing related to the night prayer is we know... That on Friday night, there's also a piece of zohar which you can say uh, if you are davening without a minion. Uh, in that piece of zohar, it's the velomar baruchu. So if you're davening individually, uh, you say that piece because in that piece it also says baruchu es Hashem and baruch Hashem ha'mevorach l'olam lomvaid. But you're not saying it without a minion because you're not allowed to say it without a minion. You need ten people. But if you're davening by yourself you are saying it from the piece of Zohar and following the previous uh, words that the rabbi said it seems also that this is said with Hashem's name in the proper way, instead of saying Hashem you will say, you actually uh, pronounce it in the way Abracha is pronounced, with Hashem's name so you end up saying Baruch Hashem HaMevoiroch and Baruch Hashem HaMevoiroch LoLam which by the way, that doesn't seem to be this piece would not fit with, uh, like a weekday. Let's say I'm not during the weekday. Why don't we say a czar just to say the baruch Hashem amavorech, because it talks about Friday, about Shabbos. It talks about instead Shabbos. This whole piece belongs a piece that belongs to the zor. So over here it says that you do that piece before you do baruch. Ha. But I guess the question to the Rebbe was, uh, what happens if you heard a minion say, let's say you weren't sure. Yid baruchu, but you didn't get to say daven with the and then you davening by yourself. Would you still say this v'loymar even though you already heard uh, Or, or no? The Rebbe says yes. That you should say if you daven by yourself, notwithstanding if you already heard Baruch or not, you should still say v'loymar And uh, the Rebbe also further points to the zayar, in which he points that it's one should open up with the bracha, with the baruchu, so this is done notwithstanding that you heard baruchu. Now the other question is about Shamru that some communities say in between the end of the uh, bracha, the last bracha in many synagogues they say vishamru. Matter of fact, even in the Alter Rebbe Siddur he brings down the words of Hishamru. But of course, uh, in Chabad, we don't say it as the al rules. Al-Tarebbe writes that this would be an interruption between the last bracha and the Amida, and one should not say that. And the Rebbe writes fairly strongly to this person who says that notwithstanding the fact that he considers himself a Chabadnik, that he says... Uh, which goes contrary to the tradition of the Chabad Hasidim from generations and the idea that you're saying, that you're coming up uh, with, the Rebbe said, isn't sufficient at all and at all to do contrary to the direct instructions from our teachers, our leaders who taught for their students and those who follow in their pathways so Rebbe says after asking you forgiveness, I must tell you that not only isn't it fitting according for a chassid, so to speak, but even according to the revealed part of Torah, according to the nigla, this kind of a conduct is sort of totally uh, unacceptable because, as we know, our sages tell us that when the Rav, when your rabbi, when your teacher does certain things, in a certain way, even though it's more lenient, to come down as the Gemara and Sukkah of Rabah the that Rav Mahadir that he would specifically look, even though the other way is also okay, for sure okay, but he would look for the lenient opinion just to substantiate that what his Rebbe is doing is right, and he would look specifically, so you don't try to do better than your Rebbe. And the Rebbe points out to him, that his argument was that notwithstanding, he, since he has to wait anyways, so he's not davening doing the Amidah right next to the bracha anyways because he's delaying, he has to wait for the people there. So the Rebbe says that first of all, thinking about the concepts of redemption or prayer takes away that, that interruption that you're saying. And, uh, and that would be a totally different then bringing in new psukim of veshamru bnei yisrael that have nothing to do with over here, so just staying idly and thinking about it would be less of interruption. But certainly the rebbe says that uh, one should not uh, interrupt and not say the veshamru and do as the instructions of the rebbe of the Rabbeim to their Hasidim, and uh, that's the way to do. And then in a final, let's do one more piece of here. Uh, what happens? Uh, if you are leading the services in a shul in which they say vishamru should you also say it over there now in this case it gets a little bit more complex because you are the one that is leading the services and we read earlier that the Rebbe brought down in other situations that one should not change from the custom of the uh, of the shul but in this case the Rebbe rules that it seems to me the Rebbe says that since you have accepted upon yourself the ruling, that that might be an interruption as the Al Rebbe rules, and uh, especially uh, that uh, this is a known a fact that took actually place that uh, other people were saying Vishamru and the other uh, people that followed Alta Rebbe's ruling did not say Vishamru as it's brought down in the Peskidin of the Tzamech Tzedek, so the Rebbe rules that even while you're leading the services, you shall not say Vishamru. B'nei v'shamru, is so, interruption. Now, it's not a problem. The people of the of the Minyan can continue saying Vishamru, But the shliach should not say v'shamru. Now, again, the Rebbe doesn't talk about it in extreme circumstances in which it would cause a major machloikis. Like The Rebbe doesn't deal with that over here. He's just talking about a person asked a question meaning he wants to know what the right thing to do. There is also an option of not saying it. But it, it seems to me that uh, if it's an extreme situation, and okay, he doesn't have to daven if he doesn't want to daven over there, but if you're going to come to shul and they insist that the shleach save his and if you're not going to save your shamruh, it's going to cause a machleikis, I don't think that that is the scenario the Rebbe is talking about. The Rebbe is talking about somebody's asking him what's the right thing to do, should you do it or shouldn't you do it? But the Rebbe says, well, if you accepted the rule of the al Rebbe, then don't do it. But uh, certainly, a machloikis is something you should from the Torah. And uh, I don't think that that ruling would stand. Either he shouldn't daven for the Ahmed over there. But if he davens for the Ahmed, he certainly, I don't think, should make a machloikis about it.